the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, since Thanksgiving is coming up next week, we decided to do the fanfic files a little differently this time around. Instead of us both reading our fanfic picks in one episode, we decided to split up our fictions into two separate episodes. So for this week, I'll be reading my fanfic, and next week, Kayla will be reading hers. This just allows us to, to deliver you guys an episode for this week and next week, while also giving us time for friends and family during the holidays. On that... Welcome back, guys. Yeah, welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany, and this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yeah, welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, I know I said this a few weeks ago, but I'm fucking starving for comeback. Girl, I'm starving, too. It's so bad. I need new music. I just I miss them so, so much. I was almost in tears the other day. Like, I just miss them. (laughs) Or... Thank you to the army who uploaded Dang on Spotify as a podcast episode. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't believe somebody did that. Yeah, someone did that. Well, everyone's upset that Dang isn't on Spotify, so it's totally illegal not to call out that person, but (laughs) I now can be in my car and listen to Dang without having to pull up YouTube. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So if you're down for all of that, then you're in the right place. Today, we're back with another installment of the Fanfic Files. Whoop whoop. <laughs> but before we get into it, we want to thank you wonderful armies for being here and for supporting us. If you're a fan of this podcast and you want to show your support for us, you can do that by telling people about us on social media, by writing a review uh, wherever you listen, and then if you want to go above and beyond and show us extra support, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standing bts 
Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated, but just remember that our show notes are being posted on Patreon for patrons of $1 a month or more. And of course, for patrons of $5, $10, and $15 a month, you have access to behind-the-scenes footage of our research, reaction videos, and personalized messages. All right, so my fanfic is drastically different from yours, Um, but I'm super excited to do this one. So my fanfic is titled Confidential, and C-O-N and Confidential is in all caps, so like CON. It's written by Ari underscore MD on AO3. It was published on November 14th, 2019, which is super recent. It's 12,227 words and currently has 31 hits. So this is actually this author's first fan fiction ever, but you would not think it was because it's extremely well written, it's thrilling, and it has the perfect amount of dark humor. Ooh, I love dark humor. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to mention some of the tags. The tags that I really just loved was a lot of death, but mostly comedic, question mark, and no relationship tags because that would spoil the story. And then the most important tag, this is a clue AU. Oh my God. Yeah, it's thrilling. Oh my God. I'm so excited. This is going to be yeah. amazing. I kind of went dumpster diving here for a second, and I found out that the author had actually submitted this fic to a BTS murder mystery writing challenge. It's a collection on AO3, which is monitored by thinking underscore toes. And basically the prompt was that it's a murder mystery challenge based on the board game Clue or the 80s movie, which is based on the board game Clue. But don't worry, you don't have to know anything about the game or movie Clue. I have not seen the movie Clue. I've definitely seen clips of it, but I don't really know the plot or anything. So I don't know if this is accurate to the actual plot or how, I don't know, identical it is to it. But we'll see. If you guys have seen it, then you'll let me know. (laughs) (laughs) But before I get into it, warning, there are some graphic depictions of violence and definitely of murder. Uh, Yeah, of course. It's Clue. Yeah. You ready? I'm so ready. (laughs) It's a murder mystery. It's everything I've wanted to do. Fuck yes. (laughs) Dark humor. It's like some of my favorite. Okay. It starts off. Dear, insert cryptic name. The honor of your presence is requested tomorrow evening for dinner and conversation. It would be to your advantage to attend as a certain financial arrangement of great importance to you will be discussed. Due to the nature of the arrangement, we ask that you use the alias Professor Plum throughout the night to protect your identity and reputation. Details are included on the back of the invitation. Your gracious host. Mm. The time is 6.40 p.m. and the guests are expected to arrive soon. The wind and rain picking up, thunder booming. Jungkook rushes as he approaches the mansion. As he nears the main door, the barks of two guard dogs break through the sound of the storm. Jungkook takes a paper package from his coat pocket and unwraps it. He feeds them the raw meat he's been carrying and anchors their chains to the side of the house. He thinks to himself, wouldn't do to startle our guests. Not yet. 
<gasps> mm-hmm. I know it's so oh, great. Okay. I'm so excited. Walking into the house, he steps into the kitchen and asks, how's dinner coming along, chef? The short, stocky woman turns around with a threatening butcher's knife in hand and responds, dinner will be served at 7.30, sharp. Jungkook then goes to the main hall to the study to find Jimin, the maid, dusting the top of the bookshelves on its (laughs) tippy toes. Jungkook feels calmed by the sight of Jimin and reminds him to have wine ready for the five guests. The doorbell rings, followed by three knocks. Jungkook answers the door, and in the doorway stands a man looking rather eccentric, sporting a hat with distinct peacock feathers and gold-rimmed glasses. Jungkook greets the man. Yes, sir, you are expected. You're Mr. Peacock, correct? The man straightens his back. Well, my name is... Excuse me, sir, Jungkook interjects. But I must insist that you use the pseudonym provided in the invitation tonight. As they reach the study where Jimin is, Mr. Peacock notably flinches, possibly recognizing the maid. Jungkook can see Jimin's crinkled eyes trying not to laugh. You know each other, Jungkook exclaims. Ridiculous, Mrs. P- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> says Mr. Peacock. I've never seen this person before in my life. This, sorry, I have to read this very dramatically because the whole thing yes, is dramatic. Yes, no, please, I love it. <laughs> The doorbell rings again. Jungkook leaves the room to answer it. He opens the door to a morbid-looking man dressed in funeral clothing, black hair, and cat-like eyes. You are expected, sir. Do you come in? He steps in confidently. You know who I am? Only that you are to be known as Mr. White. Mr. White removes his clothes, revealing lavish pearl jewelry. I suppose I am. Jungkook then leads Mr. White to join Jimin and Mr. Peacock in the study. The doorbell rings again, this time with two guests at the awning. Mr. Scarlet and Professor Plum, I didn't know you were acquainted. We aren't, Mr. Scarlet dismisses with a wave of a perfectly manicured hand. He's tall and broad at the shoulders, intimidating in his pose and beauty. We arrived at the same time, just by chance, Professor Plum smiles shyly, dimples adorning his face. As the guests settle, the doorbell rings once more. A young man stands at the entrance, handsome, wearing a matching olive green coat and beret. Mr. Green, you're expected. Mr. Green nods. I'm quite looking forward to Mr. Body's party. Uh. So just just to clarify, you have to know who's who because it Mm kind of suggests. But just to clarify, because I'm going to be mentioning their actual like pseudonyms. So Mr. Peacock is Hosok. Mr. White is Yoongi. Mr. Scarlet is Jin. Professor Plum is Namjoon, and Mr. Green is Young. Yeah. Okay. Wow, they did such a great job of, like, describing them and, like, fitting them into this, like, character. Like, Oh, wow. yeah. And it just yeah. gets better as it goes. Oh, the characterization God. is great. As they all settle in the study, Jungkook welcomes everyone as a group. First of all, now that everyone's arrived, please allow me to introduce myself. I am Jungkook, the butler. You may have noticed that nobody is being addressed by their real names tonight. I suggest you refrain from revealing too much about yourselves. There's a pause. Jungkook then adds, and this is the body manner. His words punctuated by a flash of lightning and a boom of thunder. (laughs) Am I the only one creeped out? Mr. Peacock whispers to himself. (laughs) A loud gong sounds through the mansion and Mr. Peacock screams dramatically and flails his arms, splashing the nearby Professor Plum with wine. That would be dinner, Jungkook says. 
If you'll follow me, the dining room is this way. Jimin brings out the first course and a serving tray. Mr. Green's eyes follow him as he moves, entranced by his maid uniform. Jimin, always noticing when he's being admired, looks his way subtly and leaves the room with a wink. Across the room, (laughs) across from Mr. Green, Mr. Peacock frowns lightly. Uh, I just, it's so good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Professor Plum asks when their guest, Mr. Body, is to arrive. Jungkook says that he'll be there in a bit, but to go ahead and enjoy dinner for now. They silently and awkwardly enjoy their dinner before Mr. Peacock can't take the silence anymore. Mr. Peacock shares that he doesn't know why they're all here or who Mr. Body is, but that it won't stop him from having a good time. He shares that he works in fashion and owns his own fashion brand. Mr. White shares that he has his own business in the music industry located in the city. Mr. Green shares that he works in the city too, but when Mr. Scarlet asks what he does, he says he likes to follow the rules and would rather not share too much personal information. Personal. (laughs) Just made fun of myself. Okay. (laughs) Mr. Peacock urges Mr. Green to share more about himself, but Mr. Scarlet intercepts and asks, aren't you going to mention that you also work in the city? How did you know that? Mr. Peacock says, shocked. Mr. Scarlet's eyes twinkle with mischief. Oh, I've seen you before. Oh. Does anyone here not work in the city? Mr. Peacock very deliberately diverting the conversation. They all look around at each other for a minute before being interrupted by Jungkook carrying the second course, a meat dish served with a thick burgundy sauce. Mr. Peacock's eyes light up with the first bite. Oh, this is my favorite dish. How wonderful. The others eat a little less enthusiastically, minds dwelling on their absent host and patience running thin. Jungkook, we've had enough of this. Mr. White slams his hand down on the table, annoyed. Where is Mr. Body, and why did he bring us here? The doorbell rings. Everyone turns their heads towards the front door, and Jungkook excuses himself to answer it, closing the dining room door behind him. Mr. Scarlet immediately dumps the contents of his glass, goes to the door, the others crowding around him, and presses his glass to the door to eavesdrop. (laughs) They overhear a muffled exchange between Mr. Body and Jungkook. Jungkook offers to take Mr. Body's bag, and which Mr. Body declines. Jungkook asks if there's more evidence, and Mr. Body responds, you'll see. Jungkook returns to the dining room as the guests flee back to their seats. They demand to know what's going on, and Jungkook reminds the bunch of the letters and invitations they received in the mail. Jungkook then asks them to adjourn to the study for coffee and brandy, at which their letters will be explained. Everyone settles under their seats in the study. Jungkook closes the door and heads to the desk to open a manila folder. He scans the documents inside and says, All of you have something in common. You all are being blackmailed. The guests gasp. <laughs> Jungkook <laughs> continues. For a considerable time, you've been paying someone who has been threatening to expose you, unaware of the blackmailer's identity. You may now be realizing it was, of course, Mr. Body himself. And tonight, as Mr. Body's butler, I am to reveal all of your secrets. <laughs> so here's their secrets. Mr. White has had three husbands and has been widowed three times. His last husband suspiciously disappeared, leaving behind a large sum of money from his life insurance. And Mr. White has used that money to fund his music business. Oh, shit. Professor Plum 
now works for the World Health Organization, which is so awesome, (laughs) but left his previous job as a professor for doing what faculty and students aren't supposed to do. (gasps) No. Yeah, but he claims he didn't know they were a student. (laughs) I had to leave some things out. Mr. Scarlett is an owner of a certain type of establishment, a world-renowned club host where prestigious clients purchase, quote, special services. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mr. Peacock happens to be one of those prestigious clients. <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. This Ms. is just getting better and better. Like every single line. <laughs> Mr. Green then stands up to confess his reasons for being blackmailed. He's gay and feels no personal shame, but is forced to keep it secret or he'll lose his job due to security protocol. Damn. Then and then enters Mr. Bonnie with a leather bag and a glass of brandy in hand. The whole group glares at him, Mr. White going as far to knee him in the groin. (laughs) Jungkook shares that he's called the police and that they'll arrive in exactly an hour. Mr. Bonnie threatens to hand over the evidence of their secrets to the police and media press unless they either double their current payments or they do him a favor. Mr. Body hands them all the box. Inside their boxes are a weapon. Mr. Scarlet is given a metal pipe. Mr. Green, a brass candlestick. Professor Plum, a gun. Mr. White, a dagger. And Mr. Peacock, a rope. Mr. Body tells everyone that Jungkook was the one to call the police, and now all of their secrets are at risk because of him. He goes on to say, If one of you managed to get rid of Jungkook tonight... Only the six of us would know. He knows all of your secrets, yes, but he also knows mine. You'd be doing me a favor. I might even terminate our deals altogether and be done with this business once and for all if you can rid of him. Oh my God. I know. The guests look at each other, then at their weapons, and then turn to look at Jungkook. He's lying, Jungkook says desperately. Mr. Body walks to the door of the study and says, it's over, Jungkook. The only way to avoid being exposed is for one of you to kill him. Now, Mr. Body turns out the light. Complete blackness. There's a thud, followed by gasps, a gunshot, and a sound of something shattering. Screams. The light switches back on. Mr. Body is lying face down on the floor, unmoving. Mr. Peacock, by the switch, drops his rope with a gasp. Professor... Professor Plum examines the body, feels for a pulse, and declares he's dead. Mr. Green asked who had the gun. Professor Plum says that he had it, but someone had stolen it from his hands before the shot fired. Jungkook turns over the body. There's no gunshot wound. Mr. White confirms that there's no gunshot wound, and Mr. Scarlet notices a bullet hole in the wall, determining that Mr. Body didn't die from being shot. Mr. Green voices the question everyone's thinking. If he wasn't shot, then how did he die? There is something undeniable here, though. Mr. White crosses his arms. One of us killed him. There was a fearful silence as they all became aware that there's a murderer amongst them. Mr. Peacock pours himself the last of the brandy in an attempt to calm his nerves. Professor Plum paces back and forth. Maybe not, he suddenly exclaims. He doesn't seem physically hurt. So maybe he was poisoned. He looks up in time to see Mr. Peacock sipping his drink and points at it. 
the brandy. Oh, no. (laughs) Mr. Peacock spits out the liquor and drops the glass, screaming hysterically for a few seconds. They inspect the bottle. Was it poison? Asks Mr. Scarlet. It doesn't smell weird, Mr. White shrugs. (laughs) I guess we'll find out soon, Mr. Green gestures to Mr. Peacock. If he dies, too. And I just, <laughs> for whatever reason, this is so funny to me. Like, it's just like Young pointing at J-Hope. Like, if he <laughs> dies, too. It's so dramatic. It's so theatrical. And it's like the perfect amount of black, like, dark humor that yeah. makes all the murder not so bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> Suddenly, a scream sounds from elsewhere in the house. Jungkook leads the group through the hall and into the billiards room. He tries the doorknob, but it's locked from the inside. Who's in there screaming? A wavering voice answers. It's me. Jimin? Jungkook asks. The maid? Professor Plum asks. Mr. Scarlet answers. Yes, that's his name. Mind you, Mr. Scarlet was never told the maid's name. Ooh. Mr. White arrives just then, joining all of them, out of breath. What took you so long? asks Mr. Green. With all the pushing and shoving to get out the door, it's amazing I made it here at all, he answers dismissively, still winded. And to me, we'll get back to this later, this is so cleverly written because this is Yoongi who had come up the stairs and he's like out of breath. Mm-hmm. Jimin opens the door crying. He tells the bunch, Mr. Body had him set up a recording device in the study and left him to record and listen in on the conversation. He screamed because he also drank the brandy. They all bick over who's innocent and who the killer could be, but Mr. Peacock points out, is there anyone else in the house that could have done it? It's then, Jungkook remembers, the cook. Mm. They search the kitchen, finding the kitchen to be empty. Jungkook notices the freezer door is slightly ajar. When he opens it, the cook's dead body falls on top of him. There's a dagger stuck in her back, Professor Plum exclaims. Dinner wasn't that bad, Mr. Scarlet says with a laugh. Jesus. (laughs) Really, Jen? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. He goes on to say that, like, humor is his defense mechanism, and him Mm -hmm. and, like, Yoongi, Mr. White, like, bicker about this throughout the night. Mr. White says that he dropped the dagger in the study when the lights went out. Jungkook states the obvious. If the police see this when they arrive, we'll be put in custody and under suspicion for murder. Jungkook suggests that they move the body to be with Mr. Bodies. They argue over the best way to carry a dead body, but once they get back to the study, they notice Mr. Body's body is missing. (laughs) No body body, Mr. Green rhymes truthfully. (laughs) While they all discuss where the body could have gone to, Mr. Peacock asks Jimin where the nearest bathroom is. Jimin tells him that that there's one right next to the library. Shortly after, a scream comes from the hall. They follow the scream to find Mr. Peacock curled up on the ground outside the library, Mr. Body's dead body on top of him. Mr. Body's neck is badly bruised, and there's a rope hanging loose around it. Dead? Again? Mr. Scarlet shouts. (laughs) (laughs) Jungkook sighs. We need to find out who did it. We need to know where and with what. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it was done with the rope, Mr. Scarlet says. <laughs> really, truly, Jen's character is my favorite for contributing to the dark humor of this story. Like, it's just mm-hmm. my all-time favorite. He's great. Jimin interrupts their bickering again. We have two dead bodies, five weapons, and the police are on their way. 
They all agree to hide the weapons. They throw them into a bag, lock them in a broom closet under the stairs. They agree that Jungkook can't keep the key, so he goes to open the front door to throw it out, only to find a man standing in the front doorway. The man seems embarrassed. Sorry, I didn't mean to disturb the whole household. It's just my car broke down back there. There's no phone signal because of the storm. I was wondering if you have a landline I could use. Jungkook checks with the others and they agree it's okay as long as he stays clear of the study. Jungkook leads the motorist directly to the phone in the lounge. He asks the man to stay there once he's finished his call. Jungkook leaves the lounge, closing and locking the door. He rushes back to the guests and tells the cops... Wait. (gasps) He still has the key. Right? He does still have the key, yes, because he didn't get to throw it out because he was interrupted. He rushes back to the guests and tells them that the cops should be here in less than half an hour and they have to find the killer before they get there. They decide to split up due to time restrictions to go and search the mansion. Mr. Green recommends that they split up based on the order in which they arrived this evening and then to meet up again after 10 minutes. Mr. Peacock and Mr. White search the second floor. Mr. Scarlet and Professor Plum search the main floor. And Mr. Green, Jimin, and Jungkook search the cellar. Love it. I know, it's great. Mr. Peacock and Mr. White, which is J-Hope and Yoongi, mm-hmm. search the second floor. They find an empty linen closet and a dusty master bedroom. Mr. Peacock clings to Mr. White, <laughs> scared, which Mr. White doesn't mind he pats mr peacock's hand saying gentle encouraging words to keep searching not soon after the lights in the mansion switch off making mr peacock scream mr scarlet and professor plum search the main floor neither of them overly scared they find nothing except a bag of chocolate muffins which they share in the conservatory (laughs) namjoon wants to mention that one of the paintings is crooked but the lights go out and they hear a scream This is where things get a little different, but I think it was needed for the story. Yeah. The house is completely dark. An obscure figure walks up to the broom closet, unlocks the door, opening it slowly, avoiding to make any sound. The figure opens the bag of weapons, retrieves the metal pipe, closing the door once again. The young motorist in the lounge is nervous by by the lights going out, but his call goes through. He begins to explain his car broke down, and how one of them in here is his employer. Before he can say any more, a figure behind him hits him over the head with the metal pipe, dropping it to the floor and then hanging up the phone. The power switches back on. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Professor Plum asks Mr. Scarlet if they should check out the scream. Mr. Scarlet says he's become familiar with the scream over the night's events, and it was probably Mr. Peacock. Professor Plum goes to straighten the painting from earlier, pushing down the higher corner. The painting suddenly swings out, revealing a secret passage. I knew it. Mm -hmm. Of course. Of course. (laughs) It's Clue. (laughs) They both step through and the painting moves back to close on its own. They don't turn back to look behind. Mr. White was comforting Mr. Peacock, rubbing his back and assuring him that things were fine when the lights come back on. That didn't take too long. It was probably because of the storm. It's all right. Mr. White smiles genuinely for the first time that evening. They both head back downstairs since it's been 10 minutes. They hear shouting and loud knocking sounds coming from the lounge. 
They hurry the rest of the way down, turning quickly to head to the room and promptly running into Jungkook, Jimin, and Mr. Green rushing up the cellar stairs. The screams get louder and words clear now. Help! Murder! Jungkook hits the door of the lounge. What's going on in there? Let us in. You have the key, Jungkook, Jimin reminds him. Oh, right. Jungkook searches through his key ring, but doesn't see it. It's gone. Gone, Jimin exclaims in disbelief. I have an idea. Mr. Green sprints through the hall, out of sight. He then returns with a gun in his hands, breathing heavily and shouts, Clear the door. He shoots the keyhole a few times, destroying the locking mechanism, and drops the gun. There, you guys can come out now. Mr. Scarlet and Professor Plum burst out of the room, talking over each other, sharing how there was a secret passage and that they found the body of the motorist on the floor. Professor Plum points back towards the room. He was killed in the lounge with the pipe. Mr. White, I just, oh God, I love it. (laughs) Mr. White becomes suspicious. The pipe must have been taken from the broom closet and only Jungkook had the key. Empty your pockets, Jimin suggests to Jungkook. If you have the key, we'll know it was you. Jungkook but turns he them could have thrown it away. I know, I know. I know, yeah. I, know I know, I know, I know it's a clue. <laughs> Jungkook turns them <laughs> out right away. No yeah. key. Jungkook explains that he had put the key back in his pocket when the motorist was at the door, but they were all huddled so close, anyone could have easily stolen it from him. Mr. White suddenly turns to Mr. Green. Wait, how did you know the closet was open? Because Mr. Green had the gun. I didn't know it was unlocked, he defends. I was planning on breaking the door down, but it was already open. Jungkook sighs and suggests that they move the body with the rest in the study. There's only 20 minutes left until the police arrive. Much to their surprise, the doorbell rings. They try to ignore it, but the person keeps ringing and knocking, to the point Jimin can't take it anymore. He opens the door, and in the entrance stands a police officer. Jimin freaks out, nearly closing the door on the policeman. But Mr. Scarlet thankfully turns on his charm and asks the policeman why he's here. The policeman says he was driving by and noticed an abandoned car down just from the house. He was examining the car when he heard a gunshot and wanted to know if everything was all right. They claim everything is just fine and that they're having a party and things got loud. But the policeman asks if he could take a look around. Jungkook says, of course, and that Mr. Peacock will show him around. He'll show him the Hmm. kitchen, the ballroom, the conservatory, dot, dot, dot. Mr. Peacock catches on to Jungkook's plan and takes the officer to the kitchen, the room furthest from the study. When they disappear, Mr. White says that they can cover the bloodstains in the lounge with a rug, and then they can have Mr. Scarlet, Professor Plum, Mr. Green, and Jimin in the study making moaning noises from inside to make it sound like people (laughs) from the party were kind of like getting it on, (laughs) hoping that the officer wouldn't go inside to check. A few minutes go by, and Jungkook and Mr. White can hear Mr. Peacock announce, so there's only the study and the lounge left to see. What do you think of the house so far? When the policeman goes to open the study's door, Jungkook pleads him not to go in and that it's, quote, shocking. (laughs) The policeman can hear the loud moaning. He laughs and says, don't be embarrassed. You did tell me it was a party. You all seemed so worried. You had me on edge. I'll get going, but could I use your phone first? My radio isn't working properly. Jungkook leads him to a different phone in the library, away from the lounge. He closes the door behind him and locks it. Ooh. Yeah. 
Do you have any hints? Any uh, inklings? Yeah. yeah. What do you think? I mean, like, I do, but I also, like, I saw Clue, but it was a while ago, but I've seen it. So, like, I mean, Jungkook, like, he still has the key. Like, he's, like, this little ringleader, but nobody knows that he's, like, the ringleader, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And he, I, to me, he's, like, partnered up with the maid, with Jimin, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, Jimin is quick to, like, offer, like, an explanation, like, mm-hmm for him you know and yeah. um okay. yeah but then yeah i don't know i don't know that's good that's good it's it's really good it's really good so far okay okay when jungkook returns he opens the door to the study to find mr scarlet and professor plum actually making out and mr green and jimin also <laughs> actually making out on the oh couch oh my god <laughs> Jungkook's frantic and tells them that they only have 15 minutes until the investigation police arrive, not the, quote, strolling through the neighborhood police. (laughs) When they all split up, not soon after, the lights go out again. The police officer making his phone call is spooked a bit by the lights going out, but he tells his fellow policemen on the other line about what's happened. A figure behind him hits him in the head with a candlestick. He falls to the floor the phone hanging off the hook. In the ballroom, Jimin is startled by a sudden darkness. Hello? Someone approaches him from behind and touches his shoulder. It's me. Oh, you scared me. I thought, you thought right. He flings the rope around his neck and tightens it, holding on while Jimin struggles. After a few seconds, Jimin's body falls slack. The attacker places his body carefully on the floor kneeling down to put his ear against his chest, his heart beating fast. He giggles softly and presses a kiss against his cheek. Sorry, Jiminy. Jimin opens his eye and whispers, Shh, go back or they'll notice, and it'll all be for naught. With a smile and one last peck, he leaves the room. What? I'm sorry. Did he just kill Jimin? Like, is that what just happened? Or did he, like sexually choke him out like <laughs> oh wow no um he i think he I mean, like, like, he, like just had to him? i think he's jimin's playing dead jimin's playing oh, dead okay but they okay. had to have some sort of like evidence that he could p- possibly be dead so he actually oh. had to like create rope marks okay i get it thank you yeah i think yeah mm-hmm. yeah that makes much more sense okay <laughs> no thank you <laughs> Jungkook lights a match and finds the power source to turn the lights back on. Everyone sighs in relief until Mr. White says he can hear a phone off the hook coming from the library. They go to check it out to find the police officer dead. Mr. Peacock screams and they all flee across the hall to the ballroom where they find Jimin lying lifeless on the floor, rope wrapped around his neck. They're all sent into a panic, fleeing in different areas of the house to hide and leaving the main floor pretty much abandoned and of course their doorbell rings again the front door opens to reveal a pizza delivery girl there's a sound of a gunshot she drops dead on the awning and the door closes <laughs> oh my god i know people it's come just, out it's just so ridiculous it's you so know? much death i know <laughs> uh, okay people come out from their hiding places they open the front door to see the woman dead on the awning Mr. Green sighs and says they really should bring her inside. Everyone's hysterical. Jungle collects everyone and says, Six deaths, six suspects. You may all have your suspicions as to who the murderer is, 
but we don't have time to discuss. He checks his watch. The police are nearly here. The guests look around at each other nervously. To understand, we'll have to go back to the beginning. I'll walk you through the events of the evening step by step. Try to keep up. He smiles, eyes glinting dangerously. (laughs) All right. You ready? I'm so excited. Yes, I'm so ready. This is what happened. I have so many thoughts. Jungkook runs through the arrival of the guests, the dinner, and to meeting Mr. Body up until the lights went out and they found Mr. Body dead on the floor. Professor Plum admits at trying to shoot Mr. Body, but really did miss and just claimed the man to be dead since everyone was crowding around him. He just lied and said he was dead. Jungkook points out that when people were crowded around Mr. Body's supposedly dead body, Mr. Peacock had stolen Mr. White's dagger he had dropped previously when the lights went out and went to the kitchen to stab the chef. Mr. Peacock had recognized the second meal's dish because the chef used to be Mr. Peacock's personal personal chef and was the one who actually turned Mr. Peacock's photos in for blackmail. Ooh, shit. Yeah, Mr. Peacock being uh, J-Hope, I guess, went to this club and got yeah, special right. services. right. Mr. Peacock confesses he killed the chef with a dagger and returned to pour himself the brandy when they claimed it was poisoned. That's when Jimin had screamed. They all ran to check on Jimin, but one man returned much later than the rest, Mr. White. Mr. White was still curious about Mr. Body to find out if he was actually dead. When he found out he wasn't, he finished him off with the rope and hid his body in the bathroom. Mr. Body looks at Jungkook appraisingly. Very clever, Mr. Butler. I must admit, I wasn't careful this time around. I was, like, thinking the whole time, like, Mr. White Yoongi has already killed three people, allegedly. (laughs) You know, like, he's definitely killing someone here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Jungkook continues that they went to the kitchen after that. They found the dead cook moved the dead cook to the study where they found Mr. Body was gone. Then Mr. Peacock found his body in the bathroom. Then the doorbell rang again and the motorist made a phone call in the lounge. Jungkook says he knows Jimin killed the motorist because they both worked at Mr. Scarlet's host club. He had worked as a taxi service and the motorist had turned in photos of Jimin for blackmail. That's also why Mr. Peacock had recognized Jimin having been a client. Makes sense. Then the cop arrived and used the phone in the library and locked the door behind him. But the lights went out again. It was Mr. Scarlet who killed the cop. He's a frequent client of your club, and he had threatened to turn in uh, Mr. Scarlet to the authorities if he didn't pay him. So Mr. Scarlet figured he might as well kill him now and blame it on the other guest. Mr. Scarlet challenges Jungkook, oh yeah, and how exactly did I get into the room if it was locked? My thoughts exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Jungkook responds, you asked Jimin to meet you there and help you in. You know it was him who killed the driver, so you threatened him to give you the key to the library or he would expose him. Mr. Scarlet huffs, geez, (laughs) what did they feed you growing up? You figured it out too easily. (laughs) It must have been Mr. Green who shot the delivery girl then, says Mr. Peacock. I didn't do it, Mr. Green defends. Well, who did then? You're the only one left. The gun. It's missing, reasons Professor Plum. Whoever has it shot the girl. Jungkook smirks as he slowly reaches inside his waistcoat, 
pulling out the gun and twirling it around his finger. I killed the girl. (laughs) You all thought that your blackmailer was dead, but why? He points the gun at each of them in turn. None of you had even met him until tonight. So you're the one who's been extorting us, exclaims Mr. Scarlet. Who the hell did I kill then, asks Mr. White. My butler, Mr. Green (laughs) chimes in, a wide smile on his face. The other guests look at him in shock. We have to thank you for all of your services tonight, says Mr. Green, standing beside Jungkook. Oh my, You've I gotten fucking rid. knew it. <laughs> you knew Mr. Green, Taeyang? Okay, when <laughs> it was all three of them, like, grouped together, and Taeyang went to, like, open the door to get the gun, like, mm-hmm. he really wouldn't have gone unless he knew that it was unlocked. Like, yeah, suspicious. He's going to break down the door. Like, that's mm-hmm. suspicious. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I had a feeling that, like, Jungkook and the butler obviously were like together and then I was like well Mr. Green is there also so like he has to be in on it otherwise they couldn't be getting away with like what they're doing yeah oh my god fuck yes this is so good Mm -hmm. okay where am I okay thank you for all of your services tonight says Mr. Green standing beside Jungkook you've gotten rid of our network of informants They all start shouting. The police will be here any minute now, and we won't hesitate to expose you. It's four against two. They'll have to believe us. You have no escape. Suddenly, they hear a laugh echo in the hall. It's sweetness jarring and sinister. And why should the police come if nobody's been called? They turn towards the sound, and their faces quickly pale. Jimin is watching them from the second floor, leaning on the railing and looking very much alive. All eyes on him, Jimin makes his way down the steps to stand beside Jungkook and Mr. Green. A deep sense of helplessness falls across the room. This wasn't a simple blackmailing scheme. It was a fully orchestrated con. They had been fooled from the very start. Mr. Green says, Now that we all know where we stand, here's what's going to happen. I'm bored of this blackmailing business, and you've all been helpful tonight. So I'm terminating our agreements. I will keep a copy of the evidence, of course, as collateral. Jimin adds, Don't even think about telling the police about this either. We have connections. It's useless. You'll only get yourselves into trouble. Mr. Green nods, I suggest you all leave quietly one by one. Only the seven of us know what went on here tonight. Let's keep it that way. The four huddle together and agree to leave and act as if nothing happened as long as the blackmailing stops. After they leave, Jimin asks sweetly, You're sure about letting them go, Tay? Tay sighs softly. Yeah, I was getting tired of this. It was so much work for so few people. We can improve on the next one, Jungkook says. We definitely will, Jimin nods. We're unstoppable, Jungkook mumbles sleepily, relaxed in their embrace. Jimin and Taeyang laugh quietly and pet his hair until he falls asleep. He had worked hard tonight. They all had. Outside, the rain finally stops and the storm has cleared. Oh, wow. Okay, but the ending, so it's like there is this Veeman thing going on. I but know, it's like also this like, Veeman the, cook. Like, yeah, but it's like Veeman cook. Like, are they like all together? I don't know, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. But then there was also soap and there was Namjin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love, like, 
I know that you really had to summarize it so much. I did. But I like you still were able to put in so many of these like amazing small little details that just Mm -hmm. made the story so, so, so good. Mm -hmm. Um, Like like Mr. Green arriving last, you know, Mm -hmm. like now it all makes so much sense. And Mm -hmm. while I love the ending with like that V-Man cook, like little trio of like, and I like the idea of them like doing this con like repeatedly. (laughs) And now the title makes so much sense. Confidential. Confidential. Yeah. This is... So it's E-R-I underscore M-D, Airy M-D on AO3. It's their first fanfic, and it only has 31 hits, and I'm just like, wow. It was so well written. The The dark humor was on point. It was just such, such a fun fanfic to read that I'm so happy I, I stumbled upon it. I'm really fortunate because I was like, man, I want something that's thrilling and engaging, yeah. and I want murder, and I want dark humor. Uh, I feel <laughs> it like was you perfect. picked the perfect fanfic, like, for mm-hmm. me. Like, yeah. this is just, this was so amazing. Hilarious, yeah. ridiculous, murder, mm-hmm. dark Theatrical. humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was wow. so fun. It was so fun Mystery. to read. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. it was fun to summarize. Yeah, this was my first fic that I found, and I actually went in and tried to find others. I'm like, nope, this is it. This is I it. I cannot <laughs> believe this was your first one. What a find. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. I'm also the type of person that every time that I'm watching a movie or, like, reading a book or something, um, I love, like, murder mysteries, and I'm always mm-hmm. trying to figure out, like, what happened, like, the who done it and what's going on and, like, oh, yeah. unwind it as I'm watching it. Or Mm -hmm. listening or whatever. And this was one of those stories that just like kept me on edge because even though I kind of knew like Clue, you know, I've seen it before. Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember all of the details and I'm sure that they have differences in Mm -hmm. this than in the movie. And yeah, loved it. See, I have never seen the movie all the way through, so I didn't really know. Yeah. You should watch. It's hilarious. I actually, as part of research, I was like, maybe I should watch the movie. But it wasn't on Netflix or Hulu. So I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm not going to rent it. I keep thinking about, like, in the movie, all of them are kind of running frantically around the house constantly. Mm -hmm. And they're all being led around by Tim Curry, who's playing the butler. And Mm -hmm. he's just playing this, like, innocent, like, third party part so well that Mm -hmm. like just having that background knowledge and thinking about them all like really like it's just this crazy stressful all this stuff keeps happening like it really came through in this story just so well done it's so when you actually go and read the fiction at the very end where Jungkook is explaining everything that went on and is like basically like this happened and this happened this happened where it all comes together Jungkook is actually leading them from murder site to murder site to murder site. And it's just so great. But I wasn't able to really do that for the summary. (laughs) That's like literally one of the best things is that he does that. This this author did such a terrific job. I was impressed. And I'm amazed that it's their first fanfic. And I probably should reach out to them and be like, hey, (laughs) you deserve some credit. Yeah, seriously, they Good did work. such an amazing job. What is their mm-hmm. uh, airy underscore MD mm-hmm. on AO3? ERI. Yeah. Wow. ERI. Amazing. Yeah. Great wow, job. Wow, fanfic file. 
close. Our fanfics were so different. <laughs> I love when they're so different. This was mm-hmm. so, so fun. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. I did too. Yeah. We hope you guys did. <laughs> we hope you guys did. Um, if you guys enjoyed this episode or... You know, if you've liked any of our previous episodes, too, there's a few ways that you can let us know. Uh, You can write a review on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you listen. Uh, Those reviews just mean a lot to us and we love to read them. And it's just so special when you guys spend Mm -hmm. time to do that. Um, And then, of course, we love hearing from you. Uh, We want to know, like, your feedback from the episode, what you thought about it. Tell us what you thought about these fanfics. Do you have any fanfics that you need us to read? Let us know. Yes. Uh, you can get in contact with us on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also via email. And of course, you can find links for all of those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.